Hello, I'm Fiona Ritchie. My mother moved in with me a few years ago as she needed a little help to remain independent because she was losing her eyesight. My observational musings are the reason I remain sane. This is my weekly diary, so you know what shenanigans we've been getting up to. I don't get my hair cut very often, but it's now at the stage where I can't quite tie it up, but I can't scoop it behind my ears either. So when I went shopping, I bought some hairspray. It transpires there is an awful lot to choose from. Should your hair be short, dry, greasy, sticky, spiky, blonde, black, dyed, grey, split-ended, or brace yourself, normal, they have a spray for it. Working on the premise I have thick wavy hair, I bought the largest aerosol I could find, which is about the size of a small fire extinguisher. The can said, hairspray for the irritated, adding at the bottom, so strong you'll never brush it out. The next day I washed my hair and when dried and combed, I bent at the knees and picked up my latest purchase. I sprayed liberally and stopped when I started to cough. By the time I'd reached the kitchen, my hair was flopping around my face. I couldn't believe it. I'd spent the best part of 72 pence in little for this rubbish. It transpired I'd inadvertently sprayed deodorant instead of hairspray, although how I got the cans muddled up, I've no idea. The good news is that my head didn't sweat all day. Anyway, Mum had to go somewhere and I was actually asked to give her a Covid test. Needless to say, this involved a great deal of tussing and harumphing from Mum. Half an hour later, I went to inform her that she was negative. Obviously, I explained this was merely a subjective view of her personality before telling her the test was negative too. So off she goes to her appointment and she's wearing a thick cotton stripy top that I haven't seen her in for ages. She even commented that she didn't know why she hadn't worn it for a long time. However, she instantly remembered when it came to taking it off because she couldn't take it off. Mum asked me for my help to remove the top. Under the top, Mum was wearing a woolen jumper and a fully aired vest. I leant her against a wall for traction, shut one eye so I was only seeing two of her, grabbed the bottom and pulled. Mum lifted both her arms up and in one swift movement, I managed to get the hem off the top to her wrists and stopped. Mum was firmly wedged with her arms stuck in the air. She mumbled something, so I shouted to her that I was going outside to clean the windows and I'll be back in a tick. Despite her posture, I could tell she wasn't happy. She's still there if you're interested. As if Judy hadn't learned her lesson, she asked if she could pop up and see me for a few days as she's going on holiday and it would be a while before she would be able to come up again. I have a sneaky feeling this is a ruse. It's always a delight when someone steers mum wrong. Obviously, this is usually me, but imagine my pleasure when I hear the following conversation while I'm drunk, sorry, dusting in the sitting room. You need to turn left, Mary. Your left or my left, asked mum. Your left, just keep going, otherwise you walk into the table. There was what seemed like a long pause while mum was clearly engineering this move. Then more urgently, Judy shouts, no, right, I meant right. Sadly, there was no harm done and mum walked into the table anyway. So given Judy doesn't necessarily want to watch television programmes that are on full volume, we decided to play some games rather than do the crossword. Less stress, you understand. 
I came up with the idea of parlour games and Judy suggested charades. I pointed out that as it was primarily mime, we ought to really do something that mum could get more involved in. After a couple of minutes, I suggested Russian roulette with mum to go first, as I had several choices of firearms to hand and, to quote Judy, an alarming amount of live ammunition. I really don't know where people's sense of fun has gone. A few days later, after Judy had gone home to disappear out of our lives forever, mum was listening to television in the evening and asked me what time it was. I stated it was quarter past eight, and with that, she said she ought to go to bed and shuffled off. The following morning, I was accused of wanting to get rid of her. Naturally, I agreed and explained that my idiot friends still weren't collecting her, and unless she started drinking her warm milky drinks or sat in her new metal plug-in chair, she would still be around for a while yet. No, you sent me to bed at 8.15, so you were clearly up to something as you wanted to get rid of me because you told me it was quarter past nine. There is absolutely no point in trying to argue this point to a deaf, cantankerous 92-year-old, so I'll let you collect her and explain in your own special way. Her arms are seriously beginning to hurt now, as they've been above her head for days, but she's much easier to slip into a tarpaulin. So I popped down to see my doctor last week, and he told me to lose some weight. I said, how? He said, don't eat anything fatty. I said, what? Pies, chips, that sort of thing. He said, no, just don't eat anything fatty. Mm -hmm.